This is Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What are you going to do now? Mm. Now? What do you mean? Do you? I mean, your social media delight, your, your interest in social media, your intake of social media is now going to be very handicapped, they might say, in the sports world, right, or the betting world, because he ain't got no Trump. Oh, <laughs> he been he got the boot. So what does that got to do with me? Oh, you like you some Trump tweets. Uh, I like to poke fun. Yeah, because yeah. they're humorous, not because yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, support yeah. what he says. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. more like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's he has fun. said some very funny things. I'll check him uh, out on Parlor. He's also... <laughs> He's also said some inflammatory things uh, mm. you know, every once in a while. So, uh, so Trump is uh, not going to be allowed to fire nuclear weapons, and he's not—he's uh, not on the social medias. And uh, what else is going on? Anything else going on since our last bonus episode? Uh, no, no. It's all been—it's been other than oh, that. impeachment coming up. Yeah, Monday. we're going to talk about impeachment. Impeachment Monday. Yeah, okay. Couple. Couple of cabinet members resigned. Yeah, saw that. Staff members resigned. Probably like oh, sixty people or so were arrested that stormed in mm-hmm. there. So yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a weird weekend. What'd you do this weekend? Uh, my my nephew stayed overnight last night. So it's Saturday right now. Dustin, yeah. Dustin's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so he stayed over. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What'd you guys do? Uh. Play just games. tell him to shut up and play by himself in the in the basement. Yeah, that's it. Just go. We locked him up. <laughs> no, I just played games. He kept running around uh, with like one of those. Remember, I was talking about Michelle and I were playing laser tag. Oh yeah, uh, and so he had like the laser tag gun, and he's nice. running around going, <laughs> "What was he say?" He'd be like, uh, "Stop, police!" And then he just starts shooting. And I was like, oh. "Hey, buddy, yeah, uh-huh. uh, you know, like what do you say? Like stop, stop." And they stop. You don't shoot me, like in the back. Now, this this is there's too know, many video cameras. There's today. too many video cameras and body cams. <laughs> You'll get in trouble. And, and I know, I know, I, yeah, I know. Uncle Jimmy is a minority. And you seem to be thinking he brown. <laughs> and I and I I you know what I'm brown and I got on the ground and yet you still hit stop, me. Stop me down. You stop yeah. me down. Okay. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Then we watched uh, watched a couple movies and had popcorn and he was great actually. It was, Good. Not an issue at all. Give your brother and his wife a little break. Yeah, they went out for dinner. We had nice. a, uh, we had my other uh, niece over, uh, his other daughter, but she's too young to stay overnight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they can go out for dinner, and then they came, grabbed her, and you know we just kept. We haven't had uh, we haven't had them over for a bit, so we wanted to get them over during Christmas break, uh, but that just didn't pan out. So yeah. wanted to get them in. What about you? What'd you do this weekend? Uh, the most fun thing, Jen and I went on a date to uh, one of our favorite restaurants. Now, Maybe- how'd that go in the bubble? I've not been All there. Right, so this is a Scottish restaurant, which may sound gross, but it's actually because I think the husses are looking crazy. at going. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's it's good. It's fine. It was warm in there, and it was a cold night. Uh, okay, it was warm okay. in there, and uh, you know. It was, it was good. So yeah, this is a fancy Scottish restaurant. It, it costs a lot of money, so we only go like twice a year because <laughs> it's, it's really spendy for us. But it's it's super good, and we'll sometimes we'll go just for cocktails. Anyways, uh, so we had a gift certificate, so we were able to go, nice. and then um, we just got the, some of the best food I ever eat. And yeah, we're in. So they're not going inside, not letting anybody inside. So uh, there are like four or five little uh, tents that zip down and stay it's like those igloos yeah there's we didn't get the igloo we didn't get the square one 
another video. No, there's. I know they show the the igloos, but they also have one that's square, and no, that's the one. We oh got. no, no, I'm talking about your video that you sent me. Oh yeah, no. Where I was like, tell Jen to smile. You know what she said? Shut up. No, she said, no. Tell him to tell that to Michelle. Because all the pictures that he sends of her, she ain't smiling either. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, touche. Dude, that's what I said. I like, oh, that's fair. Touche. You you both have uh, the RBF. The resting Yours looks, Baptist uh, face. You know what? It is square. The top, though. I'm looking at the video again. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. All right. Yeah, it's, yeah, more yeah. Like, it's more like a house. Like, she looks so disgusted with you. She does. She's having fun. And we're having a good time. And, and then you're like, like, and they're like, video. I, I got a video for Jimmy. Yeah. She's like, is that what you did? On. Yeah. If, listen, if I so say- So hold on, here's the thing. You're having I, a nice night with your wife. Intimate. Intimate. Mm -hmm. And you guys haven't had an evening like this in a, in a little bit, you know? It's been a few kids. weeks. been a few weeks, yeah. exactly. It's, that's pretty yeah. long for you guys. Right. Uh, and she's been looking forward to this, and it's a great restaurant that you both her, love. Her favorite restaurant. Her favorite yeah. restaurant. Yep. Great cocktails. Great cocktails. Mm -hmm. And so halfway through it then- Oh, no, no, no. 15 minutes in. 15 minutes. You couldn't last no. 15 minutes without being like, hey, Jen, I have to video and send to Jimmy. Yeah, here's the thing. If I say, hey, it's going on Instagram, she'll fight me. But if I say, it's for Jimmy, she's like, whatever. <laughs> so it, it works out better that way. <laughs> it works out better. I wanted to share. You know, all right, got the all food. Right. Yeah, no, it got looked the, good. What, did I, so the video had food? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, not so that yeah. one. The, yeah, that video didn't have it. Now, you sent me a photo. The food looked great. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, which it, yeah, I, love the, I love the china. Like, I love the the. They go like, old school, They go man. old school. Uh, Jen looked beautiful. Yeah, she looked good. Looked good as always. I look good too. Uh, I should I turn the it. camera on on the video. Yeah, hold on. We'll see. Yeah, I, you had your jacket. That's nice. Uh, yeah, Jen. Poor Jen. She's like she's not having it. She's like, just come on. I'm gonna need to text her and apologize. Yeah, we will go ahead. She'll appreciate that. Will she really? Yeah. No, Jen. she won't. I'm texting her. We go ahead. I am. Do it. I'm doing it right now. I'm, that's because I'm telling you to. Jen. You're you're very obedient. Sorry for very submissive. Joey texting me. <clears throat> Nobody cares about night. this. Yeah, you do your thing. I'm Nobody, doing my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing this. relationships. I'm, I'm, this is pastoral care. I'm, okay. This is pastoral care. Mm -hmm. I told him to stop. To stop. In spirit. Oh. Okay, we're good? Are, good. Are we good now? We're good now. All right. Okay, I feel better. So why don't we talk about this Baptist catechism? Yep, let's do it. We're looking at uh, question 23, right? Uh, what? Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is 23, yeah. So looking at uh, this, did God leave all mankind to perish in the estate of sin and misery? God, having out of his mere good pleasure from all eternity, elected some to everlasting life, did enter into a covenant of grace to deliver them out of the estate of sin and misery and to bring them into an estate of salvation by a redeemer. Right on. Mm -hmm. So back in this catechism, and we want to encourage everyone who is listening along with us to not only get a copy of this catechism or find it online, but also get a copy of Benjamin Bedham's exposition. Yes. You can read it online for free. We link to it in the show notes, but get a copy of it. It's really, really helpful. It's really fun. And we're only going to touch on a couple of his questions or his, you know, his explorations. Yeah, yeah. Of this question, but there's a ton that are really good that we're, we're just uh, not going to be able to get into today. So, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Joey, yes. So, Jimmy. Joey. Jimmy, why? Joey. What, how would you summarize this? Like this, because it's, it's got covenant of grace. Mm -hmm. It's got election. It's got all this stuff. What are we fundamentally talking about here in question 23? 
we're fundamentally talking about God's plan of salvation. I like that phrase. Yeah. The plan of salvation. Plan you know, of salvation. Because like that was what I heard all the time, God's plan of salvation when I was a new Christian and I was doing all this evangelism and it was a it was it was a really exciting time. And yeah. always talking about God's plan of salvation. That's right. But they and this isn't a dig, but it was it was simply that God sent his son to die for sinners. It didn't really pull back to show the scope of yeah. this plan, the depth and like the, the the covenant covenantal aspects of this like it was very it was very simplified simple fly sim, super fly super fly mm -hmm. it was a super fly simplified uh, uh understanding of salvation right mm -hmm. like it's good and true like very would you say microscopic i don't know if that's right Ma but macroscopic i but i think it's it was just i was telescopic Orthopedic? <laughs> no, you got to go with the skin. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, but I think it was definitely like a, simplified. And yeah. that's and that's good. So is that narrow? Fun. Maybe that's what I'm trying to talk about. That's a narrow, that, that yeah. narrow, narrow view? Yeah, sure. I think so. I mean, it's, it's good. But what I like about the catechism is that we get all of that. But we're also getting that, uh, that this is God's work. Yeah. Right? This... Like your salvation was planned by God. It was accomplished by God. Mm. You did not do that thing. Yep. That thing over there, you didn't do. Yeah. That thing that you have right now. It, you didn't do it. No. And you did. You sound like Obama. What? Remember when Obama was a, you didn't, you didn't build that. You didn't make that. You don't remember when Obama did this whole thing. Obama. Like when, when Obama, Trump was talking? Like, no, when Obama was president, people would be like, oh, you're a successful self-made man. But uh, you didn't build that business. You had to rely on roads to carry your product. And it, he did this whole thing. It's actually thing. A pretty, that's a, yeah. I was actually, this is the first time you've ever done oh. that voice. <laughs> and it's not perfect. No, no. But it's, you it's, know who I'm trying but to I, do. But I can tell. I'm trying to do yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I can only get that good years after the. After it's no leader, longer funny. Yes. After he's no longer in office, nobody <laughs> after, cares anymore. After it's no longer yeah. relevant or part I, of the national conversation. I could do, do Bill Clinton, but I couldn't do it until he was out of office. <laughs> so wait, so when are you going to do Trump? Oh, yeah. It'll it'll be a couple years after he's out of office. Then yeah. I'll be able to do it. Then you'll be able to do it. We're all gonna be like, cool, Joe. Cool. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's great. It's a great. Joke. <laughs> all right. So what are we talking about? Oh, oh yeah, that, that this thing. was that yeah. this is God's thing. Like so that that God and, and and we get into this in the catechism that he we brought sin and ruin. Mm -hmm. God brings salvation yeah. and redemption. Yeah, like, that's what he does. And uh, it's it's time to rejoice. Like we should be excited about question 23. And we, when we read these things, we shouldn't be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. God chose. Yep, sounds good. Life, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. This should make you sing. This should get us excited. And, and if we're not, then, okay, well maybe explore why. Mm. And maybe there are ways to begin to reappreciate this. You know, like if it's, it's sort of like, like really good coffee or a really good cigar. Maybe let's just use cigars since we okay. smoke cigars. Okay. Um, my favorite cigar right now, Jimmy, and for the past couple of years has been, uh, uh, what is it? AJ Sorry? Fernandez, oh, yeah. new world, mm -hmm. that, the new world, the Toro, although they're coming out with a double Corona size. Mm. Anyways, uh, I love that cigar. I love how it tastes. I love how it burns. I love how it smells. I love everything about it, but I can actually, there's two ways I can, I can, I can, uh, interact with that cigar. I can smoke it thoughtfully and really enjoy every aspect of it. And it's yeah. like, and you know what? It's just as good the the two hundred thousandth cigar <laughs> that I've had of that or as the first just as good 
Yeah. But it's also very easy for me to smoke it into oblivion and not even enjoy it. Yeah, it's like just a, just a whole puff, 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 puff. Yeah, just puffing away. I'm not even thinking. So with our salvation, it is like we can take it for granted and not very not think very much about this good news mm-hmm. that God has brought to us. So let's let's just ask the question. All right. Because it's indicated here in question 23. Mm-hmm. Why did God plan our salvation? Like, why? That, that's just the basic question. Why? Uh, well, I mean, first and foremost, why for his good? Because he was lonely. No, for his oh, good sorry. pleasure. What were you oh, for his good pleasure. I mean, talk <laughs> about God's having out of his mere good pleasure from all eternity elected some mm. to everlasting life. So we talk because he God. wasn't happy before. So no, he needed to find pleasure and get happy. And so he, then he looked at mankind and looked, said, looked into the tunnel of time and, and said, you complete me. That's exactly Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Theology. That's yeah. Right there. You complete All right. me. Now we're and then he was hoping oh. that Hillsong would write love songs. Mm. And it's really though, the messed up part of it is it's actually him to us. Yes. And that's so right. those, those songs, those lyrics are backwards. It's God singing to us. Like, I want to know you. That's not no, Hillsong, yeah. but you know. But the same kind of thing. All right. So obviously we're joking before people start yeah, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. But like it, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty common way of, of people thinking about God. God was lonely. God. And it, the more you begin to explore the nature of God and the character of God, you realize that he is self-sufficient, self-satisfied. Does not need you. No. But what he does, which is what you were pointing to, mm-hmm. what he does, he does for his pleasure. Yeah. I mean, Before he does it for anything else. Yeah. Psalm 13, uh, or sorry, Psalm 135, five to six. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does. He does that thing. He does that thing in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all depths. So it's not. So what does he do? Uh, he, whatever the Lord pleases. Oh, that's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. So it's not first for our pleasure, though. Mm. That's we receive the benefit of it. Right. But it's for his own first and foremost. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Like God does. It's, it's fair to say God does bless us that we might be happy in him and in his gifts. But that's not the first reason. That's not the ultimate reason. Nope. John Piper wrote a book. <laughs> did you know that? Oh, did he? He wrote a book. Now, who is this John Piper oh, that you speak of? He, I think you you summarized John Piper best in an early episode of Doctrine and Devotion when you said that he that he developed the five points of Calvinism <laughs> in like 1832 or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was really funny. Um, John Piper, uh, Baptist, uh, Reformed Baptist, pastor, uh, former pastor. Now he's in ministry, but he's not pastoring a church anymore quitter but uh but piper his most famous book is is desiring god um but my favorite book of his so far he's got a book on providence coming up that looks really good it's big but my favorite book so far has been the pleasures of god Mm. that's the one i think everybody should read and that the whole book is about this thing that you're talking about here psalm 135 god does what he does first and foremost for his own pleasure now that sounds super selfish and weird to people because if you know if if in my relationship with Jimmy I only do the things where I at least I the the primary reason I'm doing anything in this relationship is because it makes me happy mm. and not him happy uh, that kind of makes me a selfish jerk. But it's different with God because he God he God <laughs> he's he he should be the first he should be first in mm-hmm. everything. So okay, right, so God's plan of salvation. Uh, why did he? Uh, make this plan for his own pleasure what did he do and it looks like he uh, Um, he chose some people what elected some to everlasting life 
Yeah, that's awkward for some people. That is awkward. Did, I know. Did you struggle with the doctrine of election at, at any point in your, or were you always just like, yeah, I see that. That's cool. Or were you like, heck no, I hate this. I think. This, this, uh, this. No, I, it was, it was kind of weird for me. I think I've talked about it where um, I was at a church where uh, the preaching was not solid. Um, there were some concerns in leadership there. And I, I know that sounds arrogant. It was just, it was just, the pastor was kind of, it felt like he was taking, like there was no thought in the sermons, um, maybe taking it from others kind of a thing. Yeah. But uh, so during that time I would sit there and I would just do my devotions and read yeah. scripture. I've done this. Yeah. You know, you're going to make use of the time. I'm going to make use of the time. Um, and over time I would ask questions about like, not even asking about election. Like I wouldn't say, I didn't know the words. Right. I didn't know the word election or, or predestination. Even though those words are used in the Bible. So, But I, but I didn't, no, I, I didn't understand the concepts, right? right? right the exactly. doctrines of, uh, of grace. Uh, so I would say things like, yeah, like as I'm reading it, it, it looks like, like I, I, I'm unable to like, how is it that, that I'm saying like, I, I picked God. Like I was sitting one day and thinking, yeah, God, I want to follow you. I was like, it seems weird that there had to be some catalyst for that. You know, I'd ask questions and people would be like, nah, nah, that's crazy. Like God did not make us as robots, right? Like we're not slaves. You know, uh, we have, God has given us a will uh, to choose at, after him. I'm like, so why am I smarter than others? Mm -hmm. Like, how is it that I see it, but others don't, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and it wasn't until we went to another church that was reformed. I was actually talking to him this week. Oh yeah. Uh, he, cause he just, he, I called him, uh, well one, it was awkward. I actually called because I wanted something. Oh like yeah. A resource yeah, from him. Yeah. Uh, and then found out he retired. Quitter. Uh, December 31st was his last day, you know, mm. he had retired. And so uh, I quickly changed it to, I was actually calling to congratulate you. Yay, Happy retirement. Well you have ran the race well. Um, well, until you quit, but go ahead. <laughs> no, but then I, I, I use it. I was like, well, uh, he said to me, because we were talking about this, he goes, you know, uh, you were, as I think back in my years of ministry, he's an older gentleman, uh, and, and try, like teaching people, walking them through the doctrines of grace, uh, you were fairly easy. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? He's like, well, yeah, because like your pushback was like, nah, what the heck? That doesn't make sense. And then you'd come back and be like, okay, I just read Romans and yeah, it's in there. It's in there. The thing. Is that what that's called? Mm. Is that oh, that's what that is right there? Yeah. The thing you said is right there. Uh, and then I'd go back and be like, oh, hey, I read Ephesians. And Ephesians hey, kind of leans. And so he's like, in all my years, like someone, you know, he wasn't trying to puff me up. He's like, like you you always looked at scripture first and didn't understand the the concepts or all that. Uh, but then we're able to kind of navigate and put two and two right. together. And he was, it was one of my greatest joys in watching as a pastor. So the, the light bulb, yeah. you know, come on. I was like, oh, cause you don't want people to simply believe what you say. You want them to understand what you're pointing to. In scripture. Exactly. You want like them to why? get it for themselves. That's right. So yeah, some people really struggle with the doctrine of election. Um, I, I, I didn't because I didn't have a background or any theology. I, I, I saw the doctrine of election and I was like, I, and, I, and I, I sort of experienced that. Like I didn't seek the Lord. The Lord brought Christians into my, into my life, preached the gospel to me and mm -hmm. changed my mind while I was reading the Bible. So, um, which isn't a reason to believe a doctrine is because you experienced something, but I just didn't personally struggle with it. So the doctrine of election, Jimmy, 
is what? That um, that before the, the foundations of the earth, before time, God has chosen a specific number of individuals mm-hmm. to be redeemed by Christ, uh, uh, born again by the Spirit, uh, sanctified by the Spirit, brought all the way to glory, mm. um, and who will forever bring glory to God uh, in the new earth, right? Yeah, there you go. God's choice of some. We got some scripture passages. What, what's like maybe the most famous one that you think? Well, like I said, I had read, you know, hey, I read Ephesians. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you what, you, what, what, is, what does Paul say there? Uh, in Ephesians 1 there, he says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So that like knocked me out. Mm-hmm. I was like, before the world was created, God had this in mind he chose, right? Uh, so it's nothing that I could do. Right. That he goes, uh, foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He predestined us for adoption as son, as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. Mm. Amen. A woman. Stop. Why? (laughs) Why? Um, Rome, I mean, Romans is the one that crushes people. Mm. I mean, in in my experience, in your experience, yeah. like you read this and you're like, okay, oh. that seems pretty clear. And then uh. you get the Romans, and Paul's like, I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You're thinking like, <laughs> oh, why is God doing that then? And then he's mad. He's like, hey, shut up. You don't get to talk back to God. God gets to do what God's going to do. Yep. Uh, but one that uh, that stands out to me is Second Thessalonians two thirteen, where Paul says we. Um, ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. The reason I love this is because that one verse, it just has so much theology packed into this yeah. that, you know, you've, you, you've got the love of God, you've got the, the, the choice of God or the doctrine of election, you've got uh, sanctification, how it happens, Holy Spirit, belief in the truth, so faith, scripture everything the doctrine of election is an amazing gift the doctrine of election is fundamentally grace that's what it is mm. you say you, i believe that we're saved by grace okay this is grace that yeah that yep. god would reach down and save someone that is undeserving and unwilling he saves that person they didn't work for it they didn't earn it they didn't even choose it they were chosen for it that's grace and then you got Bedham. Chiming in with some uh, some helpful questions in his uh, exposition. Shall any of the human race be recovered for the ruins of the fall? Yes. A remnant shall be saved. Romans 9. Are all others left to perish in their sins? Yes. Romans eleven seven. The rest were blinded. Oh, but that 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 next one, though, is really important. But is God's decree the impulsive cause of their ruin? No. James 1 15. For when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So it's our own. Right. This is really, really important. And you can read us on the decrees of God, you can, or the decree of God. You can read us on election, or you can listen to us. We've got all of these episodes. But um, a, a person isn't condemned because they aren't chosen. A person is condemned because they have sinned and broke God's law and yeah. brought judgment upon themselves. A person is saved because of God's choice of them. Yep. And he chooses yep. them, brings them into the kingdom through Christ's mediatorial work. So really good questions. Re- be sure and get in on that Benjamin Button's Benham stuff. How did he do it, though? Mm. How did he do it? Like, well, I mean, well, we've talked about this in the, uh, in, mm-hmm. in the past. The covenant of grace, right? Yeah. Like this. Well, Specifically when, says it. Yeah. So like, Joe, 
when people talk about the covenant of grace, please explain to Steve McCoy what mm. that means. Well, Steve, you know what? Steve's not going to get this. I'll just explain it to our listeners. All right, please. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, explain to Steve like he's five. So really what we have here is, is a contrast between the first covenant, a covenant of works in the garden, which we've been talking about, right? Mm -hmm. That uh, if Adam, Adam, if you do this and you obey, you will live, uh, you will meet the standards and you will enter into uh, this perpetual paradise. Uh, but he didn't, he failed. So the, the command was do this and live, disobey this and you will die. You will bring the curse upon mm -hmm, yourself and all mm -hmm, creation. Mm -hmm. That was a covenant of works. Well, God implements a covenant of grace that he begins to tease out, point to, uh, prophets preach of it. Uh, it. It is it is the hope of salvation, so or the confidence of salvation. So the covenant of grace is essentially what we see here from eternity past. This is God choosing some choosing some people uh, to be removed from the estate of sin and misery, brought into an estate of salvation. Mm. So the, the covenant of grace is fundamentally a commitment that God has made to redeem a people uh, by grace alone. In other words, you don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. You simply receive this gift. The condition, the only condition is faith. You believe mm. in the Savior uh, by this Redeemer that the catechetical question mentions you trust in that redeemer and you enter into that covenant so you can go back and listen to us on the covenant of grace and, and all of this and you can go you know listen to the conference that we just put on where we talked about all this stuff but keep this in mind that god's plan of salvation if you if you're a believer right now god's plan of salvation for you was in effect before you were born he had you in mind, in his heart, to be his disciple, to be mm -hmm. his, his child. And so where you are right now, like in your current experience, you should be able to say, like, I am here under the, the, the good grace of God by his choice of me. This should promote awe, humility, happiness, joy. And as we'll see as we work our way through this catechism, this should compel you to share the good news of salvation with others. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hear the store, JoFoStore.com and grab some gear. Joe, we've got all access available for our listeners. This oh, is exclusive, fun. exclusive content. You can't get, get it anywhere else. No, -uh, you get banter of truth and weekday wisdom it's totally listen you get two you get two free episodes right now everybody mm -hmm. gets two but if you join all access you get a total of eight eight episodes a week that's pretty good five weekday wisdoms one banter of truth mm -hmm. two dnds we've also got some blog posts and video content they're not blog posts dude they're scholarly articles oh peer, peer reviewed, reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> later